What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, we're out in LA taping this episode. Yes. We're on Madison's extravaganza, her, uh, her, uh, what, I don't even know what to call it. She's just going all out, just doing a whole bunch of shit. That's what we're doing. And we're starting off in LA. We're starting off in LA. Now, if you don't know, Madison is, she didn't want to have a sweet 16. Instead, she wanted to have experiences and go on vacation and just experience the world with her family. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. Well, that's how she put it. She said that she wants to collect experiences. Correct. I I admire that. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Especially from a 16 year old. That's right. I wish I started collecting experiences when I was 16. Yeah, me too. Uh So, so we started off in LA and uh, the reason we came to LA is one Madison's been here several times, but when we booked the trip, I was kind of nervous that New York would have a snowstorm. So mm-hmm. I was like, I have to give ourselves a couple of extra days to get out of New York just in case. Mm-hmm. Because where we're going to Tahiti and Bora Bora, the flight, the plane leaves from L.A. Right. So well, we had, it connects in L.A. Connects to L.A. Mm-hmm. So we had to get to L.A. So I just wanted to make sure we were in L.A. a day or two before just in case there's no snowstorms, no rainstorms coming out of New York. Anything could happen. We didn't want to cut it close and miss a flight and then not be able to connect to our flight to our ultimate destination. Absolutely. So, so we're in LA. We're so at it's our, a little buffer for yeah, us. A little mm-hmm. buffer to make sure we're safe. We're in LA. We're at our family and friend's house. Yes. It's actually our, um, one of our best friends mm-hmm. and our children's godparents, Rashid and Sasha. Right. So we're here. We're in their guest room and we set up the podcast equipment and we're going to be doing this podcast. Yes. 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 Now uh, we got to LA and that was the start of her, her birthday experiences or memories, whatever you just called it. Mm-hmm. And we went to one of her restaurants that I guess she's seen on TV because she wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. So we went there, we ate lunch there. And then after that, we went to Rodeo Drive. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've never been to LA, I mean, I'm sure that people know what Rodeo Drive is, but it's probably one of the, the has the richest shops and you could just walk around and it's just so nice. And it's dope now because they have all the the holiday lights up and Christmas lights up. They're playing Christmas music. It doesn't really seem like Christmas because there's no snow and it's like it absolutely seems like a wannabe Christmas out here. It does it's like because we're walking up and down the street and you hear holiday music and you see the Christmas lights and they have these big, beautiful glass boxed in chandeliers right. hanging from the light posts. I believe that's what it's hanging from. Yep, yep. And it looks very elegant and extravagant and you hear Christmas music. Right. But it's like 75 degrees. And it just feels so fake to me because now you people that are living in warmer climates, I'm sure that you're used to that. But for us coming from New York, when you're walking down Fifth Avenue or wherever and you hear Christmas music or you're in the mall, right. you know, there's snow or, on the ground. Or you have a jacket on. You know, you have, you have a coat jones, on, yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> you're layered up, you have your, your hat, your scarf, your gloves, and it feels that way. Right, you absolutely. know, here... I'm like, what's going on? I feel like I'm in like the L.A. Twilight Zone. This feels nah, strange you're right. You're right. hearing holiday music and it's so beautiful outside. Well, this one is beautiful. The snow is beautiful, too. I love it, though. I love it. Like, you know, last night, you know, Madison didn't want to go out. She, you know, when we got back to the house, all she wanted to do was order takeout mm-hmm. and talk, joke, watch television. Yeah, which That's is it. strange because, well, it's not strange. It's actually beautiful because, you know, Sasha and Rashid had a whole day planned for her. Right. They said, well, what time are you going to be done, you know, shopping and eating? We have, you know, a bunch of things planned for her. Mm-hmm. And in the car ride over to their apartment, 
she said, you know what, mom, to be honest, I don't want to do any of those things. Mm -hmm. I only get to see them a few times a year and I really just want to order in and play Monopoly. Right. That's it. Like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to get dressed up. I don't want to put on makeup. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to put on pajamas and, you know, sit in a circle in the family room and play Monopoly. Right. And I said, well, let me call them and see if they got a board. (laughs) Right. They got a board. We we got here. We ordered in barbecue and um, Chick-fil-A because they have something called. What's it called? I don't think we have it where where we lived. I don't know. Something dine and dash, dash and dine. I don't know what it's called. Something where it's kind of, I guess, like Uber Eats, which I've also never used, where they, you know, they'll bring you McDonald's, you know, or whatever. So they brought us Chick fil A. It's the laziest thing ever. Yes. Well, it was amazing because she got her favorite food, Chick fil A. Correct. And and we sat here and, um, and just shared time together, which I thought was great. You know, at 16, I don't know if I would have given up, you know, the bells and whistles just to stay home in pajamas and, you know, and I spend it. time with my family. I loved it. I was like, what? Well, we ain't got to go out. We could just sit here and relax and just all cuddle yeah. and watch television and play Monopoly. I loved it. Yeah, But you know what I found to be interesting? And What's as that? we were experiencing it yesterday, I'm just looking at Madison and Logan and I'm smiling to myself because... You know, I just got a feeling, um, you know, I don't come from a big family. Right. At all. Um, My mother is one of two girls, Mm -hmm. but her sister is her half sister and they didn't grow up very close. Mm -hmm. So her half sister has two daughters. So technically I have two cousins, but I didn't grow up with them. Right. You know, I can count how many times I've seen them in my life and we're not close. Mm -hmm. And my father was older when I was born and... He was also an only child. So he passed away when I was 19, but he had no siblings. Mm. So I didn't grow up with aunts and uncles and cousins or anything like that. Essentially, it was myself, my mother, my father, and my brother. Right. And I also have a half brother on my mother's side, but we weren't close either. So I didn't grow up with that sense of a big family, Mm -hmm. which is why I think that I love having so many children because it's almost like everything that I do, I think about how it's going to impact the kids' lives, you know, and how we can enrich their lives and give them experiences that we had, but improve upon them or give them experiences that we didn't have in its entirety. Do you know what I mean? You know, I know exactly what you mean. So for... For Madison and Logan, yes, they have their siblings and whatnot, but they don't have the full experience of aunts and uncles and things of that nature. Now, you, on the other hand, you come from a relatively big family. You're an only child, but you had aunts and uncles and cousins, and you have <clears throat> those stories of you know playing with your cousins in the alley and right. all of that stuff, which is part of the reason why, you know, during... The holiday seasons growing up, I used to love coming to your house right? because, you know, you have the sense of family joking and laughing and enjoying each other and telling stories and sharing memories and all of these things, traditions, Correct. which is why tradition, I don't know if you notice, it's so important to me mm-hmm. why I try to create traditions with the kids. So it's things that they can get from us and pass on to their kids. So tying that into what I was feeling yesterday, it was so nice to just 
look at Madison and Logan and see them enjoying their family. Right. You know, Uncle Rashid and Auntie Sasha telling stories and telling her about when she how she was when she was smaller and how she was when she sat in the high chair and would refuse the food and whatnot. And I could just see her face light up because right. it's not just coming from us. We share things like that with her all the time, but... To see her really get that sense of family, it's like, wow, that's really like her aunt and her uncle. Absolutely. You know, it really made me smile inside, you know? You know, not only that, and, you know, I had a great time, but I really enjoy L.A. Like, mm-hmm. I love the weather in L.A., you know. Like, you always say that you would move here, given the opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, I woke up in the morning, and I woke up early because I still was on New York time. Right. So you were sleeping. Everybody in the house was sleeping, and I woke up. <laughs> Around, I would say about 5 a.m. L.A. time, mm-hmm. 5.30 L.A. A time, 5.30 a.m. L.A. time, I mean. And I got up, I went to the bathroom, and Madison was up. Mm-hmm. So Madison's like, Dad, what you doing? I said, I'm about to go on a jog. She's like, really? A jog? She said, yeah. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'm in. So we went on a jog. You know, we went and we jogged, and then we walked. We, we must have walked and jogged 30 minutes away from the house. Mm-hmm. And we I guess walked up to some bakery and then we just had breakfast and then we walked back. But just the weather was beautiful. And the conversations I had with Madison on the way there and way back was just so, so, you know, so amazing. She wants to be. Did she, did she bond with you? <laughs> yes. Yes, we bonded. You bonded? Yes. Okay, good. She, talk, she talked about how she's very interested in uh, environmental science. Right. Mm-hmm. And that she is really on this mission to save the world and was like, you know, I want to do things that, you oh, know, you guys talked about that. can help the ozone layer. And so I told her, so, you know, I, I brought everything right back around cars. So I was like, well, you know, the Tesla is an electric car that you should <laughs> really think about, you know, when you, when you get your car. So we just had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. We talked about everything and she talked about how, you know, she would want to go to school here in California. Maybe mm-hmm. she was like, but I don't think mom will want me to go that far away. Mom wants me to go like to Columbia or NYU. I was like, no, if you want to go to Cali, you know, I don't know why she thinks that we'll visit you in Cali. We'll we get tell it, her we'll, we'll all get a the place time. here and we'll come visit you. I said, we'll be here more than you want <laughs> if you came to school here. So it was just a good time. It was just a good feeling. You know, we walked to bed and we had breakfast and, you know, then you guys started getting up and then it was, you know, time to pay. You know, I've to told her several times that I think that she should go away to school. You know, um, and we've had a lot of these conversations because now she's starting to think about college. College, She's a sophomore in high school. Um, And she always said that she wants to stay close. She doesn't want to go away. And you and I always encourage her to go away because we had that away experience, college experience. Correct. So I'm wondering why she thinks that I want her to um, to stay close, even though vocally we've said many times that we think that she should go away. I don't know. I mean, it'll be hard being that she's a female and you can't keep your eye on her. And, you know, I'm sure that I'll be worried and nervous and calling her incessantly. But um, I wonder why she thinks that. Why do you think she thinks that? I don't know. But, you know, there's certain areas that I don't mind her going. Like I have a lot of people in L.A. That mm. will on, on a drop of a dime will make sure she's good, and not just family members. I have street people out there that make sure she'll never awesome. get into a problem or it's any great. any mm-hmm. situation. That's how I feel about L.A. That's how I feel about Virginia. Mm-hmm. That I know that she'll always be straight, mm-hmm. like have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, that's where I, you know Daddy might have to pop up a lot more. But in those certain areas, I have so many different f- friends, family <laughs> that I know that that will make sure she's straight. That straight. That's <laughs> great. That she'll, she'll be okay. Well, as soon as we landed, um, we were when we were driving to our first um, destination. 
I mean, we might have been 10 minutes outside of the airport and she was like, see, mom, this just feels amazing yeah, out no, here. Yeah, she loves LA. I said, you know, it's funny that you said that because we haven't driven past anything that looks amazing. Like, I don't know what you're talking right, about, right, right. but you can tell that LA just makes her happy. It does. You know? No, not, it makes me happy too. I, I mean, I can never move to LA, but my, I tried. You said you could never. <laughs> my boss has not let me move to LA. I tried several times. I was like, well, boss, can I just broadcast from LA she's like no you bring your ass back home but you know what I wanted to talk about today what's that I wanted to talk about in relationships why it is important to really really get into what your spouse your boyfriend your girlfriend is into okay and um first of all this is live so pass me a pillow because my arm is hurting if I pass you the pillow I might mess up how my mic is laying that's all right well we'll refix it because I'm, I'm laying on the bed i know and i'm on the floor <laughs> and i don't have a pillow just throw me a pillow okay hold on just throw me a pillow wait is am i gonna knock over anything i'm gonna throw it over here okay perfect okay all right all right all right as you can tell it's live now um now this comes from if you if you listen to all the podcasts i think we're at 53 54 i'm not sure which number we're at but you know that i try to really get into what gear is into and gear does the same with me i think it's very important in every relationship so you know gear likes let's say shoes so i know probably just as much about shoes as gear uh inches colors sequences everything about shoes i know from christian louboutin to uh saint laurent to gucci to louis vuitton boots i know about it and people don't know that <laughs> a lot of the stuff that gia has i actually purchased without her knowing uh-huh. so i'm like her stylist that i make sure that you know because i'm because since she's into it i'm into it same thing with bags like you know if you talk about uh birkins or kelly's or or, or gucci bags or Almas or boy bags or classics. I know just as much <laughs> as gear. Same thing with colors. Like I can walk to a Hermes store and have a conversation with somebody in there in the sales department about colors when this comes out, special orders, two tones, you name it, I can do it. Skins, Crocs, uh, ostrich. I can have that conversation. And it's because <laughs> I really want to be involved with what gear is doing. If she's into it, I want to feel the same way. And gear is the same way with things that I'm into, whether it's watches. Uh, gear knows she can tell a, 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 a paddock or uh, a Rolex, she can tell one fake. So if a, a rap is wearing a fake one gear, picks it out immediately. That's not real or whatever it may be. She could pick <laughs> it out because I'm into that. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm just being honest. Same thing, okay. with, same thing with, with, with cars. You know, I'm into cars. I love cars. I love just looking at cars. Like I can go to a dealership and just sit and know about cars. And, you know, although I know Gia is not into cars like I am, she will take that trip with me and find out about a Ferrari and the new uh, Tesla that comes out that does zero to 60 and 1.9 seconds she is going to take that trip and try to learn as much about it as possible these are the things that we into whether we can afford it or not if i like like you know i'll be online all morning just looking at cars you know looking at cars i can't afford just i just like looking at cars <laughs> and gear will come right behind me like, like how do you justify spending that much money on a car right <laughs> right but, right. Gia, but gear will come behind me and be like hey that's the porsche 911 gt3 rs i like that because she knows i'm into it so she pays attention so i try to learn about it absolutely right so i so i can have that conversation with you and entertain you know your interest even if you really don't care it just makes me feel good that damn my <laughs> my wife is really you know into things or trying to learn about things that I'm into. So I took the plunge and this was a tough one, fellas. Where are you going with this? To really try to figure out this beauty regimen, right? Oh, I'm like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> you are so 
to really try to learn this beauty regimen. Oh my gosh. Now, if you don't know. This is going to be fun. If you never came with your your wife or your girlfriend to Sephora, if you never went to... To really understand what what women go through and why they take so long, I understand now, and you I have a to, better appreciation now. Yeah, for I had to dive in. <laughs> so you know, usually when Gia uh, goes to Sephora, you know, and and you know, Madison's at that age where she goes to Sephora a lot. They go together. I usually sit outside. I don't want nothing to do with it. I'll sit outside. I look like the old, you know, the the old grandpa that sits outside on the chair. Well, I'm talking to him now because I'm like, hey, what's up? What you doing? And he's like, wait hey, for my wife. Wait, wait for my I'll wife. Wait for my wife too. I'll wait for my wife too. <laughs> but we have the, the best conversation. So I actually went into Sephora, and and the women in Sephora they they range from so many different ages, from 21 to like 60 years old, and they tell you about everything to do with your face. So now I'm in there and. Every time we go out and, and people always compliment Gia on her skin. Oh, your skin is so beautiful. Oh, your skin is so this. Oh, your skin is so that. Oh, your skin is beautiful. I don't see lines. I see. I never really paid it that much attention. You know, she's my wife. So I'm like, yeah, her skin is fucking awesome. Like, that's my fucking wife. Yeah, I see it all the time. <laughs> What's so now, wrong with you? <laughs> what? So now being in Sephora, I hear these women, you know, talking about your skin. So I said to myself, they never say shit about my skin. <laughs> You're a man. Still. <laughs> so I was like, well, let me see what they're doing. So I said, you know, I was in Sephora again. I said, you know what? I want to start to get on. I want to call it a beauty regimen. It's a damn beauty regimen. No, I want to get on a face washing regimen. A beauty <laughs> So you just wanted to dumb that down. Huh? I'm not calling a beauty regimen. It is a beauty regimen. Like, you want to call a spade a spade? It is a beauty regimen. I'm a grown ass Go man. ahead. I'm not calling a beauty regimen. Uh-huh. So they they walked me through the steps of what I needed to do to make sure my face was clean, to make sure I- It's uh, clear. It's exfoliated. Slow down. Uh, what is it? The aging. Yes. Slow, anti-aging. Anti-aging to make sure I have all these things to make sure my face is skin, is, is clear. If there's any blemishes, it takes the blemishes away. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to, my wife does it. My daughter does it. So I'm going to do it. So, <laughs> so Gia set me up. She buys me a wash. She buys me a, a cleanser. A cleanser. That's what it's called. A wash well, cleanser. The, well, you wouldn't call it a wash. I, that, I'm flabbergasted. She bought me a wash. Um, it's a cleanser. I just got into it, so I don't know everything about it yet. All right, a, a cleanser. Uh, because let me ask you, what were you washing your face with before? Whatever, whatever that was there. You and Logan. See, that's where Logan gets it from. <laughs> you, wait, you got a concoction? Yeah, I got a concoction. Whatever <laughs> works, you know. Um, you wash your face with Dove, dove soap. Sometimes though, whatever. <laughs> so I body saw, wash, body wash. Sometimes whatever's there, whatever's there. So you know, Gia got me a, a cleanser. cleanser. Mm-hmm. She got me a toner. Mm-hmm. She got me a serum. Mm-hmm. Got you an exfoliator. Exfoliator. Mm-hmm. And what's and, the other and thing? And a moisturizer. And a moisturizer, right? So, Not in that order, but yes. Yeah. So now we have to go through the process of learning how to do it. Now I know there's some some fellas on here is like, "Why are you talking about this?" I'm telling you. So <laughs> you want you want pretty skin. <laughs> Not Listen about, to what I got to tell you right it's now. It's not about the pretty skin. It's about Fellas, the, you want some pretty skin? No, it's not about the pretty skin. It's about the quality time. So now, you know, so you're supposed to wash your face twice a day, right? Oh, this is wonderful. In between, you have 12 hours between. So now, my wife and I, we wash our face together, mm-hmm. right? And we invited Madison in to wash her face with us as well. So now, I'm the type of person, look, I could wash my face, brush my teeth, put moisturizer, and get dressed and I'm out the door in 10 minutes. Easily. Mm-hmm. Right? Now this, you got to wash your face. So I've been late to work. I ain't going to believe it live the last couple of weeks because you wash your face, right? You wash your face 
You got to wash it good. You know, you wash it in circle emotions, right? <laughs> Upwards. Upwards circle emotions, emotions right? uh-huh. that's, that's what I learned. So I wash my face, right? And then I rinse it off, right? Uh-huh. Then and you exfoliate. Then, right? Then ex- exfoliate, right? Mm-hmm. But your face got to be a little warm, or a little wet. So then you exfoliate, right? Mm-hmm. You, uh, people, right now, if you could see him, he's doing the upward facial. I'm doing it, right? facial strokes right now as he's speaking. You exfoliate, <laughs> right? So now you exfoliate to get all of the the dead skin, a layer of skin off your face, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So then you do that. Boom. Then you have to leave that off for how long? Five minutes? No, no, no. That's just an exfoliator. Then you move directly on to the next step. That's Which just then your serum. The serum, right? Then you got to put the serum on. Now the serum makes you look like Donald Trump, right? Because it's it's orange, right? Well, the, the one that you, that you have. Well, first of all, I don't think that it changed. I think that's in your mind. Yeah. But the serum is like a translucent orange. And it smells like orange. Yes, it smells like orange. So you put that on your face and you got to rub it in, in, in a circular motion. Upward circular motion. Upward circular um, motion. Uh, you know what? Sorry, people. I'm saying that because as he's demonstrating... He's going downwards. <laughs> so I'm just I'm um, auto-correcting him. Go ahead. I'm at upwards. So then you leave that on your face for like, what, five, seven minutes? Mm-hmm. Well, they recommend two, but I usually leave mine on for at least five minutes. Five minutes, right? So mm-hmm. now your face is looking a little orange because it's looking like Donald Trump. Yeah, he thinks it gives him a tint, but it doesn't. Then you got to let it dry. Mm-hmm. Well, then, soak in, not really dry. Soak in, dry, mm-hmm. same difference. Then after you let it dry, then you have to use... Well, for you, then next is your moisturizer. Use the moisturizer, right? Mm -hmm. So then when you use the moisturizer, you got to rub that in. And now you just spent about a good 20 to 30 minutes washing your face. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. And then after that, after you let that sink in for about, I would say at least another five minutes, then you move on to your sunscreen. Right. SPF 30. SPF 30. Well, 30 to 50. I use 50. You're starting off with just 30. Right. So then you got to put that in your face. So now that whole process just took about 30 to 45 minutes. Now, mind you, it used to to take me five minutes. So now when Gia is late and she's 15, 20 minutes late, I understand why. Because that shit is too much time. It takes too much time. You got to do that twice a day. So and now, I didn't even put on makeup yet. Yeah, like right. that's just well, I don't put skincare. On just I know. I'm just saying. But for me, that's just skincare. Right. So then you got to do that makeup. didn't include my shower. That doesn't include and then you do anything hair. else. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But that it, I can see it already. I can see my face looking better. I can see if there was any scars or blemishes uh, going away. It, I, I don't have any bumps. I don't have any blackheads. <laughs> like it's starting to look more and more amazing. And the reason why I bring you definitely this up, look like you have a fresher face. Thank you. Yes. And the reason I'm bringing this up during the podcast is because I just want to tell people out there that you really have to get into what your person or your spouse, your boyfriend or girlfriend is into because that could be the difference in your relationship. Because, you know, if they're into something and you're into, even if you're not, try to get into it and try to learn and try to understand because it can really, now, when Gia is late, I understand why. Even if she's late five minutes, before I used to be mad. Now, I'm not mad because I know the process she has to go through to clean her face. And she has to do this (laughs) twice a day. Last night, we're in LA. Gia didn't get in bed until 5.30 a.m. I said, fuck that shit. I ain't washed my face. I'm like, Matt, are you not going to wash your face? Rashawn, you're not going to wash your face? Both of you you basically gave me the middle finger. (laughs) I was like, you know what we've been through today? We've been on a plane for five and a half hours. We've been packing, you know, last minute, getting all that stuff into the bags. We didn't sleep the night before. We had an early flight. Now we're both beat. I was like, all right, y'all, y'all do you. No, but it, 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 it means a lot. And the reason I say this is not just, and I was just saying that the whole beauty regimen, because that's what I got into that because of you. But same thing with television and shows. Like, I do not yeah. watch, uh, <clears throat> what is it? What, what do you watch? Sons of Sasset? 
I watch I watch a lot of different things. What's There's a lot that, that particular show isn't called? like a big show on my TV agenda, but that what you were just trying to say was Shaws of Sunset. Shaws of Sunset. I watch that because you watch that. Not that I'm interested into it. But if my wife watches it, I want to watch it so we can talk about it and spend quality time watching it. Mm-hmm. And same thing with football. Gay's not really into football like that. Right. She's not. But when the Giants play, whether we win or lose, she's sitting right there. Babe, with my snacks. With her snacks and, <laughs> and, and trying to follow along. Because it's that, I have to try to follow along. I understand football. Well, you know what I mean. But it's that quality time that means everything to us. It's a matter of being together and not just going out to eat and having that conversation. Not just going to the movies and not really talking and both of you watching the movie. But spending time together and experiencing things that we both enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just sharing in each other's interests, you know. And it means a lot to me when you take the time to learn about things that I'm into or you know even like the, this beauty regimen when you came into Sephora with me that day and you started asking questions like it kind of made me happy right. you know and now you me and Madison we go into the bathroom like the biggest bathroom in our house together and we all bring our facial products and we do it together and we talk and we laugh and we joke and I know that Madison feels like she's bonding with you during those times mm-hmm. you know I'm sure when she's 30 she'll look back and be like wow I used to go into the bathroom at night with my mother and my father and we all used to wash our face and cleanse and tone and moisturize and exfoliate together you know like that's just like a nice little token that she can throw in her memory box absolutely do you know what I you know what I mean and yes. that that feels good to me so I I really appreciate when you take the time to learn about things that I'm into and I I don't know I just feel and it's nice to have you up under me because we're up under each other a lot but all of that extra up underness it it feels it feels good you know Mm -hmm. because then when I when I want to talk about something or when I want to order something online you know like a new face oil or something like I could be like oh this one has antioxidants Correct. and you know fruit oils and this and that and you'll be like oh that's great order one for me you know like I like to just be able to have the conversation right with you yeah and those those th- those are the best times for me because those are things that we, even though we're talking about stupid shit sometimes it could be you know <laughs> pimples bumps or stupid tv shows or what happened there or, or th- what this person was wearing or or how this person looked or just making jokes it's we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing. And I just wanted to, and you know, just to make sure I encourage people to do that. Fellas, if you're out there, you might not be into none of this shit because I wasn't. But the fact that you get into it, it shows your girl, your lady, your girlfriend, a different side of you. And same thing with you women. If if you know your husband or your boyfriend is into basketball, a game or whatever, those are the things that you need to show because those make the, the difference. A lot of men don't want their women around when they're watching their sports. Well, it's not a, well just not don't ask no stupid questions. Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. No, it's, the, it's the, like, because there's sometimes I want to watch the game and want to watch it with you. Not so, uh, how many downs in the first down? Like, you, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to have those conversations. That's mm-hmm. for another time. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, it is. But now, um, what was you going to say? Uh, never mind. What was you going to say? Never mind. What, 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 what? No, no, nothing, nothing. What, 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 what? All right. Today's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Canvas People. Instead of letting those beautiful photos rot in your cell phone, you can bring them to life with CanvasPeople.com. CanvasPeople.com is an easy-to-use photo-to-canvas service that takes your favorite photo memories and turns them into beautiful artwork for you to enjoy every day. This would be a perfect Christmas gift, by the way. Normally, 11 by 14 canvases are priced at about, what, $69.99? 
But now for a limited time, you can get a free 11 by 14 canvas. Just pay shipping. Simply use the promo code KC crew to take advantage of this offer. That's C-A-N-V-A-S people.com and use promo code KC crew for a free 11 by 14 canvas. What a perfect Christmas gift that would be. So check them out now. Again, the website. That's canvaspeople.com and use promo code Casey Crew for a free 11 by 14. Now I want to get to the email of the week. Okay. All right. Now the email, uh, one of the emails of the week comes from a lady named Michelle. Now it says, happy Sunday gear. I know you get a ton of emails, but hey, it's worth a shot. You always got to try. I'm a huge fan of yours and my husband is extremely huge fan of your husband. My birthday is January 9th and I'll be 34 since I never really party. I really wanted to have one. I would love to send uh, to spend my birthday with you two. finally do something <laughs> different. Just simple. If you could make this possible, I will be grateful. Uh, and then she leaves her oh. phone number. Uh, <laughs> it's an 813 area code. I don't know what 813 is, but uh, yeah, if you come on out to New York, uh, we, we we could do something. Maybe we oh. could do a double date or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know who Michelle is. Hopefully they're not a crazy person that tries to kill us at dinner. But if she's not, then Michelle, yeah, we would love to uh, oh, that's do so something nice. like that. And I, we just picked it randomly. I don't know where 813 is. Hold on. Let me just check where 813 is. Let me see. 813 area code. I think that'd be cool, right? Oh, yes. We can take them out to dinner and plan something special for that day. Are you going to pay for them? Yes. Okay. We could do that. <laughs> it's their birthday, I guess so. It's her birthday. It's her birthday, yeah. And we're going to spend the day with her. Of course, we can plan a nice day. They're from Tampa. Oh. Okay. So they can come to New York and yeah, we can absolutely positively Yes. We will make it worth your while. Yeah. Also, um, let me go to the next one now. Oh, okay. All Hi, right. Michelle. All right, Michelle. So we'll set it up, Michelle. You hit uh, Gia and I in the DMs and we'll get right to you. No, no, no. Just um, email her back directly. I got her phone number, remember? Oh, okay. Oh, then why, why would she have to hit us in the DM? All right. Well, then she doesn't. Okay. So we'll just call. Okay. All right. Now let me go to the next email. All right. Hey, Gia. I just started listening to your podcast. Uh, out of actually the first podcast I ever listened to and I'm hooked. I am a religious listener of the Casey crew. But anyways, I have a question for y'all. I have a fiance who lives in Cuba. We met two years ago. I just applied to the K-1 visa, which is a fiance visa visa for him to come to the United States. Ever since I have filed a petition for the visa, it doesn't feel the same. He barely calls and FaceTimes me anymore. Maybe once a week. Our communication is way off. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Now, now, just from that part right there, what do you think? Just from that part? Just from that part right there. I'm getting bad vibes. Now, why, why bad vibes? Um, It almost seems as though he got what he wanted. The process has begun. And now he doesn't have to act as though he's as interested when he really isn't, when he really just wants to come to the country. Right. He says that's in, just the vibe that I'm getting. I'm waiting for you it. to finish the email. Now, now I'm just first time I'm reading it too. So I felt that as soon as I read it, he says anything. to. And I think she knows me. that or else she wouldn't have put it that way. Absolutely. Okay. He's, now she says he says anything to please me, even if it's true or not. 
I don't know what to do. I know he's getting too comfortable in a sense. There's also a language barrier, so that makes communication harder. He speaks Cuban Spanish, and I'm Latina, but being raised in the U.S., my Spanish is terrible. Please, Gia and Envy, give me some advice. I don't think there's enough information in that email for me to give advice. I can give advice. There's no problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but but let me just warn you before you give quote unquote advice. And I'm mm. funky about the word advice. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't, sometimes I slip and use the word advice, but I don't really necessarily believe in giving advice. I think... Um, I think we more so just share our opinions. Um, there are some times when I feel very strongly about a situation mm-hmm. um, that someone might email about and I'll be very clear like, okay, this is my advice. Okay. And I think those are in the more extreme situations. But other than that, I more so just like to give an opinion because sometimes I don't feel that the emails have enough information for me to tell you what I really think that you should do. Like in this situation, I can tell you what my vibe is off the bat. So what's your vibe? Well, just based on how she put it, but she might be putting it that way because that's the vibe that she's getting as well. Right. So it forces us to receive that same vibe. And if you give advice based on that, then she could be being stared in the wrong direction because maybe, you know, she didn't tell enough about their relationship or he could be backing away or not FaceTiming her as much for some other reason. It may not be because he's just trying to come to the country. So I don't want to be premature and say that, but based on the information that she gave, that's what it seems like. And I think it's because that's the impression that she's getting. Right. Well, well, see, this is my problem. And I see this all the time and I hear about it all the time. Usually uh, with men and sometimes with women, where people go on vacation or they meet somebody who's in the U.S. or in the country with a visa or not here that long, and they really, really try to get a visa here so they can become a resident of the United States. So they're extra, extra, extra nice. They go out of their way to do it, and then once they get here, they leave the person in the dust. Let me just say something before you continue. And I had no idea that there's a fiancé visa. So apparently... You can get here and not even have to close the deal. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, exactly. I, and uh, you know, disclaimer, I don't know anything about that, but that's just what it sounded like. A fiance visa? Right. It seems like it seems like he might. They're, they're trying to. The government's trying to make it easy for people now. It seems right. right. No, absolutely. So, so this is one thing I want to say that that Shoot. I see when I was in what country did I go to? Did I, did, did I do a show in Dominican Republic? You did. You've done right. quite a few. Recently, I think I did. Yeah, you did. When I, when I was mm-hmm. over there in the Dominican Republic. And one in Puerto Rico recently. I was in Puerto Rico. No, it was the Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. When I was over there and I was talking to some of the locals, they were telling me that a lot of times these females in, in, in certain areas, what they do is they prey on men that have low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So they find a man that's usually at a bar, you know, from the U.S. or from any other country, mostly from the U.S. Oh, they find uh-huh, him with yeah. low self-esteem mm-hmm. and really make Give him some. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's the truth. Yeah, go ahead. Give him some. Uh-huh. And now the person with low self-esteem feels so good and really falls for that person. Mm-hmm. And then they start the process of coming to the U.S. Bringing them over. They have children. Mm-hmm. And now they understand that now they get half. Never really love the person. but are just lo- using them. But mm-hmm. love the idea of being able to have a, a, a come A life up. and a come up in Absolutely. the States. Right. And, and this is one of those things that I would definitely watch out for. You know, And I don't know, but how could you possibly see if somebody really loves you? 
And and that was one of the reasons why when I when I first read it, I, that's what I wanted to ask you. Outside of that, and I'm sorry, Mama, we don't know as much information about it. But I wanted to ask you, how can somebody find out if somebody really loves them or is really into them? Is there a way to find that out? Um. I mean, I think it's all based on feelings. I think that because anybody could fake, you know, their like feelings. you, you, you know, you always talk about vibes and energy right. and things of that nature. And I think that intuition is everything. Mm-hmm. And typically, people use the term women's tuition. Correct. I don't know how you men are with your intuition. Horrible, <laughs> but horrible. I am a firm believer that, and and for me. I um I go about life this way because a it's easier mm-hmm. b I believe in it and c it it allows me to live a less confused life and I'm a very I used to be very very cut and dry now I'm a little bit less cut and dry but I okay. still kind of rock with the notion that if I feel something then it's so okay if I feel something then that is how I'm gonna go about it um I don't really second guess myself too much um if I feel that something isn't right then it's not right if I feel like if I were in a relationship and I got a vibe that someone may not love me the way that I thought that they love me then I'm gonna act as though that's what it is. Well, what are some of the signs? And that's part of the, the reason I'm asking you this is because I get this a lot. And people say, well, how do you know Gia really loved you? You know, loved, I, loved you like in the past, like right in the we past. Were, like, how, okay. did, how do you know that that Gia was really into you? How did you how were you comfortable and not scared to take that step? And I what marriage any any step, you know, marriage, the next step of, of living with each other, the next step of, of possibly doing whatever or having a child. How do you possibly know? And And my reasoning was. See, this is a tough one. What? I was with you before of anything. Mm-hmm. There was no reason to like me. You know, I, I mean, there were a lot of reasons to like you. Well, I mean, I mean, I wasn't that cute. I had braces and glasses. I thought you were adorable. Um, and there was no money. I was dead broke. We were dead broke. I mean, we were teenagers. We're supposed to be broke. That's like saying Madison is dead broke. I right. mean, she's supposed to be dead broke. No, Madison got she money. should have nothing. Well, she has more she's money 16. She has more money than we did. <laughs> well, she had different parents, but. Right. You know, so it's like you were into me as yes. a person, you know, sometimes you don't see that anymore. People care more about. They have an agenda. How much do they more make? These days. Well, how's their credit? I wasn't thinking about what your fucking credit was when we, when we were kids. I mean, and I don't want to think about that now. Like, but like, when, when people meet each other, I don't want to think about, you know, and let's say me and you weren't together and I met somebody. I, I shouldn't have to care about, damn, what's her credit? Well, her credit's a 660. Why so shouldn't I, I you? Why shouldn't you have to care with because it? Because I, I should care about the person who the person yeah, is. Yeah, but if that person has beat credit, then that's going to affect your life. But it's not like I never had beat credit. It's not like you never had beat credit. Um, It's different. You have to take our personal situation out of the equation because that's not most people's situation you know you have to more so look at it as though we met in say our 20s and how we would how we how we would look at each other from that standpoint right do you know what i mean not kids that fell in love organically and grew up together and then created a life you can't because that's not normal you know that's not something that you see often you know so you have to say all right like if we met in our 20s you know how 
how would you know that someone fell in love with you or how do you know that someone's still in love with you? Social credit matters. Should I, should I Absolutely. Be, like, why? I see. I disagree. Because see, I I'm going like, to tell you the truth. If, because, if a person's, like, because a person's credit, uh-huh. and this is how the creditors look at it, it's a clear indication of your level of responsibility. Okay. So people listening right now who know that their credit is beat, they know they're not very responsible people. They know that they charge and charge and charge and either don't pay their bills or don't pay their bills on time. And that's a clear indication of your level of responsibility. So, and the creditors look at it the same way. Whereas if you have beat credit, then you try to go and buy or lease a car They say no because they know you're irresponsible and they might not get paid. And that is part of a personality type. It doesn't mean that you're not a great person. It doesn't mean that you're capable, you're incapable of love. It doesn't mean that you won't be the best spouse otherwise. But it is a red flag for the person potentially wanting to marry you that you may not be very responsible and you may not be able to pay the household bills. And mm-hmm. there are certain things that you may not be responsible enough to tackle. Aside from that, when you get married, you share in the other person's credit and their credit history can affect the things that the two of you will be able to attain as a couple and moves that you might want to make as a couple. And that is a burden. And you can be responsible for that person's credit. Like if that person has a child or children and doesn't pay their child support, you know, you know that you are marrying an irresponsible person. See, but I see I also Or a person, excuse me, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. baby. Or a person that's not capable of paying their child support. So you're capable of creating a child, but you're not capable of paying for that child. All right. That's something that as a potential spouse you have to look at right but if i look at a person let's say i meet somebody and we connect we laugh we have great conversation the credit's wonderful fucked up. <clears throat> the credit's yeah. fucked up they mm-hmm. look beautiful the credit's fucked up they seem like a good person see i also feel like some of these things can be taught yes yes so if responsibility in, is taught right so if i'm into a person and they have a fucked up credit fucked up responsibility that could be taught Yes. So I'm not going to just X that person off. I'm not saying to X that person off. I'm not saying that that person isn't marriage material, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying that if I'm single and I meet somebody that I fall head over heels in love with and his credit is beat, Uh we're not getting married until your credit is straight because I need to, you have to prove to me that you are capable of responsible. Of being responsible enough to tackle everything that comes along with marriage. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to incredit, I don't want to inherit your credit history. Correct. And I don't want your poor credit decisions to affect me and the things that I want to accomplish in life. So if it's because you weren't taught, and it's not because, like these people, I don't think that it's because of anything. I mean, maybe they just are genuinely irresponsible and that's part of their personality, but part of your personality is what you're taught and how you're raised. You may have a parent that has poor credit history. I can't tell you how many people I've known and met whose parents were thoroughly irresponsible and used them as children and put like, you know, the light bill in their children's name, right? you know, and destroyed their credit. So here you are turning 18 and you already have horrible credit. Correct. You know what I mean? So a lot of these responsibility behaviors are learned. You may not have been taught about good credit, bad credit. And I think that's why for me, 
we talk about credit quite a bit. Like this might be the third podcast where credit has come up as a topic. Right. People talk about it all the time. Yeah. And that's why I want to talk about it. And that's why I always stress how important credit is, because once your credit is damaged, it is so difficult, very difficult to repair. And when I look at the emails and the DMs and a lot we can't get back to, but I read a lot of them, you know, we have a lot of young listeners. Right. We have kids listening. That's Madison's age that even email us and, and whatnot. And then we have people that email us that are in their 60s. You know what I mean? So for those young people, I can't stress enough how important credit is. Once you damage it, it can take years to repair. Correct. And these are years that you you can't really expedite it. Do you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So getting back, it's a, it can be a learned behavior from your parents. So I'm not telling you that it doesn't. It means that you're not marriage material. But what I'm saying is, let's fix it. Let's make sure that you're back on track before we get married. Okay, I, I agree with that, and I I think that as couples and as relationships, I think you need to do that before you just jump the broom and just say, okay, this is my person. I think you guys need to fix each other. And for people out there that need help, let me put you on to a lady that helped my credit. Uh, I don't get money from this. She's not anybody that. She doesn't sponsor this podcast. She doesn't sponsor the podcast. Her name is Jeannie Kelly Credit on Instagram. Jeannie Kelly Credit on Instagram. So I'm just going to tell you a a brief thing of what happened with with me. Uh, Guy and I were trying to buy a a, a home, an an additional property. And when I went to look at my credit, my credit was extremely low. When I say extremely low, it it was high sixes, which is extremely low when you want to purchase something, which was weird because... Our credit is pretty great. It's pretty good. What happened was somebody took my credit and was buying things and not paying it off. I had no idea, but it was affecting my credit in a negative way where now clearly I couldn't buy properties. I couldn't buy anything because my credit was so low. So I didn't know what to do. And we were trying to buy the property fast. So it was like we were trying to buy it within four weeks, five weeks. And I didn't know what to do. So I called around and somebody gave me Jeannie Kelly's number. I called her and she dissected my credit. She put all types of alerts on my credit now. So now if somebody tries to use our credit, we can stop them immediately. And she fixed it and brought it back up to where we were in, in you know, Originally. close to 800s. But with me saying that is it's very important and you need to make sure you protect your credit because that is how this world looks at you on paper. Right. You know, before you do anything, when you send them your social security, whether you want to get a job, whether you want to buy a property, whether you want to purchase a vehicle, they look at you immediately of who you are from your credit. So you have to definitely protect that. Right. Um, what's up, baby? Um, I wanted to get back to the email, but go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to fast forward because something else. Oh, no, I just wanted there was something else that um, she said in her email. I I don't remember exactly how she put it. Maybe you could refresh my memory. But I think she said something along the lines of now he's starting to get too comfortable where, you know, he FaceTimes once a week, etc. I don't see how you can be long distance and only in a relationship for two years and get too comfortable. Right. And I was I was going to say that earlier, but uh, we started talking on a tangent. What happens? Now, right? Wi-Fi in places is free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go to Starbucks and get Wi-Fi for free. He can go to Starbucks and, and Cuba or wherever he needs to go and get Wi-Fi for free. And we can FaceTime for free. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It costs nothing. And WhatsApp too, right? WhatsApp as well. So if he really wanted to talk to you and really wanted to connect with you, he would. Right. 
He doesn't. There's a reason. Maybe there's somebody else. Maybe he fell out of love. Maybe he's changing his mind or maybe he got what he wanted and doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yes. You know, um, I just feel like getting back to like intuition. I feel like you don't go out of your way to make excuses for someone. Um, so this will be advice. My advice to her is that stop and think about how you feel. You know, when you're getting these once a week FaceTimes, like, how does it make you feel? What's the vibe that you get when you're FaceTiming? Do you get the vibe that he's in love with you? You know, you said he'll go out of his way and do anything for you. When he's doing the, those things, do you feel as though they're genuine or do you feel as though he's he's working an agenda? Do you know what I mean? How do you actually feel? And then you look at, you know, what makes sense in the situation. Um, does it make sense to you that... You're feeling as though he's comfortable and you're not even in the same place and you're speaking, communicating, you know, seldomly. Would it make sense that he'd be just comfortable? I, I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. So you have to sit back and analyze how you feel, what vibe you're getting. But ultimately, I would suggest that you go with your intuition. You know, what does your heart and, and your soul tell you? Absolutely. All right, well, baby. Yes. It's time to get up out of here, man. It's time to catch this flight. <clears throat> okay, sounds good. Um, you know what I want to talk about on on the next podcast? What's that? Um, a lot of people that listen have kids. Uh, I want to talk about encouraging your kids to do what they want to do. Okay. And the reason why is since we were here, uh, if you ever listen to the Breakfast Club or listen to me talk about Logan, I tell you how Logan is going to be the biggest businessman ever. <laughs> like you don't understand. He he buys these bots. He creates these bots. He buys different sneakers, different clothes. He flips them. He sells them. And the reason why I love um, Logan when it comes to this business stuff is the reason why I can never flip sneakers is because when I get them, I want to wear them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I get a fresh pair of sneakers that's exclusive, I wear them. Mm-hmm. He's not like that. Mm-hmm. Everything he thinks is dollar and cents. He gets a pair of sneakers for a hundred dollars. He's like, these sneakers is worth three thousand. I'm gonna sell them for two thousand, make nineteen hundred, <clears throat> and then buy seven more sneakers. Mm-hmm. Which is a business mind that can't be taught. Well, can you just explain for a hot second? Because if I wasn't part of like, if I wasn't a sneakerhead or part of the sneaker community, oh, sure. I, I might not understand what the hell you're talking. Like, how do you buy a pair of sneakers for two hundred and? Be able to flip it for three thousand. Okay, so what Logan does is all right. So for instance, and then uh, we'll and then we'll you know restart next week. Right, Yeezys. Right, uh, a new Yeezy came out about a week ago. Mm-hmm. They were called highlighter yellow Yeezys. They cost two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were very difficult to find. They had a limited release, and not too many stores had them. Mm-hmm. So what Logan did was he was able to find it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he found it, but he found a pair. Mm-hmm. Bought them. They cost two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. He bought that pair for two hundred and fifty dollars, and then resold it for twelve hundred dollars. Right. So he made almost a thousand dollar profit. Right. And I wanted those sneakers. <laughs> and he wouldn't sell them to you because you were too cheap. He definitely wouldn't sell them to me. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but he found somebody to sell it to, and it just. His business mind and how he thinks it's amazing. always about making money. And he's not like he's not caring about wearing those sneakers. Not at all. He's only caring about the flip. Right. And he's doing it like he's dead broke. But 
his business mind and the way he thinks is amazing. Yeah. So I want to talk more about that in the next uh, uh, podcast episode. Um, and also what I'm doing for him because I'm going to do it this week since we have time. You know, I don't have to worry about work. I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to create something for him. I'll tell you about that because you can create it for your kids if you're out there listening. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. All right. So let's get up out of here. That's right. All right. Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.